Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But have you got a clue? Or are you a big old kook? Since there's a million ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a thing or two. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason we started KookCast. Because the more you know, the less you'll kook it. <laughs> so bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time. And hopefully offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. And, well, I bet that many of you that follow us closely would realize that we haven't released an episode in two weeks. Yikes. Which is a little out of character for us. I think we've missed one week at most here and there over the last two and a half years of doing this show. Um, But you know what? It wasn't for lack of trying. It wasn't for lack of effort. In fact, while um, this two weeks has gone by, we've done quite a bit of recording and got a bunch of really great episodes stockpiled up for uh, for you to be released over the coming weeks. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, but you know, it's really just a matter of <laughs> lack of Wi-Fi or convenient access to Wi-Fi. Um, we were in Mexico. Uh, our, the first week I was in Mexico was a surf trip with students, which went absolutely epically. It was amazing. We got to surf so many different waves, got our bell rung down at La Misión, um, we, we surfed beautiful point breaks, we found random little waves, uh, it really couldn't have gone better. And then after that trip was finished, I kind of stuck around and, and continued to stay in Mexico, just hanging with Coach Ev, filming, recording episodes, getting work done. Um, but you know, like since Wi-Fi was tough to come by or at least get easily, uh, it just kind of spoke to me and said, don't, you know, don't force it. Don't worry about it. It's all good. You're, you're not letting your people down. You're going to come back with more stuff, with good stuff. And uh, hopefully that's the way you feel too. So we'll start it off with an episode we just recently recorded with our good friend Gavin Krug, who's also a surf instructor. And we're just batting back and forth the idea of your stand-up technique. And it's one of the, the main things that people, whether beginner or not, look at you know, and, and, and focus on in surfing, you know, it's, it's one of the obvious things. It's easy to see, you know, like you have to go from prone position and paddling for a wave to standing. And naturally that's a really, uh, it's a crucial moment in your surfing that can make or break your wave. It's, it's pretty important to have a good technique down. So we kind of talk about a few elements of your stand up technique and different ways that people do it. And, uh, yeah, hope you enjoy this one. All right, we'll catch you next week, I promise. <laughs> yeah, brothers. Woo. Good start to the day. Cheers. Some little screamers. <laughs> Definitely some fun waves. All right, let's talk about standing up on your surfboard, particularly to the part where you have to stand up. <laughs> and how should you do it? or how do we do it, or how do people do it, and maybe some of our opinions on the matter, and hopefully we'll have some disagreements here and there, so it really sharpens the blade a little bit, gets you thinking about how you want to do it for yourself, and what you think's best. 
Yeah, today was a good day to like, I, I, I kind of had it on my mind, so I was watching everybody with their stand-ups and how much it really does affect your whole ride, you know? It was just, totally. And it's, it's like one of those parts of your surfing that's really almost, is really unique, almost always. Mm. Everybody it, has it. It's funny too, I was like kind of feeling my surfboard today also and like, I have like certain pressure dings like where I grab my board just like consistently like pressure putting pressure in the same spot and it's just kind of like one of those things where enough repetition kind of just like solidifies like a good a good pop-up you know what I mean yeah you got you have your same marks like obviously you got your stand-up dialed the way you like to do it because it's the same every time exactly. to the point where you put your hands down and and you feel the pressure ding from the other thousand times that you've done it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the voice of Gavin, our good friend. Welcome to the show for his debut. Thanks, guys. Yeah, brother Gav. <laughs> um, so, all right. So what I thought about for this episode was like the many ways that you can do a stand-up and maybe what's the best way to learn or practice and maybe hiccups that people have. But the, the number one thing that I always like to say when I'm teaching somebody is like I like to distinguish between a stand-up and a pop-up because I feel like a pop-up is what you should eventually evolve into and not practice for. And I always use the analogy of when I was learning how to play music and learn my scales and I just wanted to get that boring practice over with, I'd do it really fast, not really paying attention to how I was doing it and, and basically practicing bad habits. So what was what my music teacher insisted always on was going slowly and letting the speed naturally evolve and, and let that naturally happen because speed will happen, like that's the normal evolution of something. Like it'll get faster as you get better and more comfortable at it. But what's not natural is technique and, and not the right way of doing it, but just a good way of doing it. Because right. I think there are many ways to do it. But starting with the point that I really believe that when you do a stand, like when you practice your stand-up technique, it should literally be a stand-up, and even to the point of being a little bit robotic and step by step, so that when you put it back together, it becomes one fluid one. Wait, yeah, slow it's motion. Like, you, what were you Go saying? Ahead. Now? Just like slow motion and, and slowing it down, and and totally. actually figuring out what steps are you doing, what steps you can kind of cut out and how you can make it more efficient, like slowing it down and figuring out it's, like you were saying, just get that consistency. So you're just trying to get from the prone position to the standing position. How can you do it most efficiently and, and most consistently landing your feet on the right place on the board every yeah, time? There's a saying, it's like, you learn to walk before you run, you know? And I feel like every surfer at one point or another has probably heard the term pop-up. You know, you, gotta, you have to have a solid pop-up. But, yeah, you, one could definitely argue that, like, you should for sure take your time, be methodical, um, practice definitely makes perfect, and slow and steady for sure wins the race, you know. Accuracy is key and balance is the goal. You know, right. if your feet aren't in the right spot, it doesn't matter how fast you get to your, how fast you get up because you're going in the water. Right, <laughs> and that's exactly why I say like, be careful about practicing speed. Like, pra don't practice to be fast, practice to be accurate because you will get fast and you will get good exactly. at it. And then you can be both. You can be really technical and smooth and efficient, but also pretty rapid. But then there's also that kind of, um, 
like characteristic that when you do something really well, even if it's slow, it's kind of fast in a way, you know? Right. Definitely. And I've, the more I surf, the more I find it's like difficult to slow down. Do you know what I mean? Like maintaining its speed, like surfing to, or rather surfing to the appropriate speed of the wave. Mm. As the wave changes shape and changes speed, you know, the best surfer should be able to adjust their speed to be congruent with that of the way. Staying wave. in the pocket. Staying in the pocket, you know, not being, not venturing too far out on the shoulder or into the flats and losing the, losing the juice, so to speak. Right. And it, it doesn't really matter how, like, how you get to your feet, you know, ideally it's, it's smooth and it's stylish and all that. Yeah. As long as it's accurate, you know, and functional and functional. You, you can have an unorthodox pop-up, you know? There's not only one way to do it. Totally. Well, I mean, it, especially in the beginning. You're so, so focused on just riding a wave. You don't give a fuck. Sorry, I don't know if I can curse or not. Yeah, but you can. <laughs> you, uh, um, you can, uh, you're really just like not even as focused at, with how you got to your feet, but more so just riding the wave. And once you do become a more experienced surfer, you get, begin to like narrow your focus and really, you know, zone in on these like, these small things that really make your surfing that much better. You know, I always right. tell my students that we're building a house together and you know, you have to have a solid foundation for that house. And if that house doesn't have a solid foundation, everything's just gonna fall apart and you're gonna sink and... Right, and that's such a basic concept and it go, it's just such a perfect analogy because it's, it goes hand in hand with what's the foundation of your surfing is the basics, like your stand up and your paddling technique. But, okay, so what do you guys think about front foot first versus back foot first landing, you know, like, like placing your feet? So, it's interesting, like there's, there's, there's definitely a few ways to go about it. I've, I've seen both methods used effectively um, I like to think that if possible, you should definitely be able to press yourself up off the surfboard and get that front foot down first. But, you know, like I've definitely seen that back foot used effectively too and you slide it forward to kind of give yourself a little bit more leverage to then get that front foot in front if you're having a hard time getting it there to begin with. That's mm. kind of how I feel. Like if you can't get that front foot there to, forward in the, to begin with, then go for that back foot, you and know, like press a, off of it and, forward. And press off of it forward. But if you can, if you're flexible enough to kind of leverage that front foot forward, you know, then you're lunge then, it. Then yeah, you, then get you've the done, lunge you've done. done the hard work. Yeah. The heavy lifting is over. And that's that's a big sign right there. Like practice it on the ground. If, if you can't get your front foot like all the way up towards your hands, like basically in between your hands then you need to start working on getting more limber and opening up your hips no so that doubt. you can do yeah, that. for sure. Because if you can't do it on solid land, let me tell you, the ocean's gonna make things a lot more difficult. And I, I <laughs> kind of think, I think of the back foot first more of like a shortboard pop-up I was thing. gonna say that actually, because yeah. I've since we mentioned this yesterday, we wanted to do this topic, I really was thinking about it a lot. And that's kind of my conclusion too, like, because actually Corey was one of the first people who, who said it to me. He, he like, loves the back foot. Bro. Yeah, and, but it makes sense for the shortboarder because it's, it's really, really important for a shortboarder to find the right foot placement, especially that back foot over the fin cluster, 
so that you can right away, if you need to, be off of your fins, off of the tail, and, and surfing, you know, um, rather than finding it as you're standing or pumping down the line. But I kind of didn't really think too much about it until one time I started like hearing from these coaches in El Salvador, Marcelo Castellano and his crew, and he was teaching very emphatically back foot first. Yeah. And I was very emphatic about lunging your front foot first. So we, and we both recognize this kind of conflict, and, but obviously these guys are great surfers and right. running a really great show down there. So I was totally open-minded to be like, well, you know what, they both work for sure. So I guess there's more, one, more than one way to skin a cat. Absolutely. But you know what, front foot or back foot, it really does come down to using like both of your arms to stabilize the board. Mm. And no matter which foot you do push forward first, if it's not in the middle, you're gonna be having a hard time. You know, like accuracy is so important. Getting that foot right in the middle, front foot or back, whichever you do decide to, because it's like, if you if that, if that your toes are sliding off the rail, you're gonna be heading left, you're gonna be heading right when you're, you're not meaning to be heading that direction. Right, right, but that's then, the beginning of off balance. And then engaging your core and, and using both of your arms and like your, your triceps and like your lats to, to stabilize the board as you're lifting yourself up on it because it's obviously going to wiggle you know i think that's a really important thing you said there like when you engage your core it doesn't just mean like your abs are tight you know and you're like Rrr! no but like that transfers <laughs> out across <laughs> out into your limbs you know the board is and, an extension of yourself yeah, yeah and you like you're keeping your board one with you and not letting it go wild under you like I try to, I like to say sometimes, don't ride your board, don't go for a ride, but drive it, steer it, like be in control. And that is literally core engagement, extending out through your arms and keeping it stable as you find your footing. Yeah, you're the captain of this ship, you know? You're not just like letting the boat take you for a ride. You're, right. take, you're going out for a ride in the boat. <laughs> right. So important, you gotta make that mental decision. <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> take the reins, folks, you know? You don't need to be ghost riding the whip every single wave, you know? <laughs> or starting it out that way, you know? Just like, woo! But you know, one thing I find in this, so in this category of discussion, like front foot first, back foot first, blah, 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 always the issue of hips flexibility comes into play. And, and that's where I find that people really struggle, especially men, you know, men just tend to have these really tight hips. I know from myself and from students, you know, like we teach all the time, they, they can't do both sometimes. They can't get their back foot comfortably under them or their front foot lunge forward. And, and I really believe that one of the a keys to, the, to a good stand-up is having good flexibility, especially in your oh, hips. Oh, definitely, for sure. Like, like to after, open it up and be able to a reach. That's a solid 90-degree twist that your hips are making there. And, and know, a reach, too. And a reach. So, like, if you're not already an ex experienced surfer and you're just new to the sport, you should 100% be stretching beforehand. Mm. You know, like, prior to going out into the ocean, like, doing these sorts of, like, lunges and things like that you've got to really kind of warm your body up for it mm. otherwise like because the difference between success and failure is only a matter of centimeters on the surfboard totally so you're gonna you know, like if you're not if you're not hitting your target you're gonna be having a, a little bit of a difficult time right. and the more flexible you are and the more limber you know the less it's gonna hurt you and the more in tune with your board you're gonna feel 
Yeah, and I feel like if you're not uncomfortable in that really important moment of standing up on a surfboard while you're dropping into oh, a wave, yeah, you got then it. you can focus more on what's going on around you, which is really the essence of surfing, is like not being focused on you and what you're doing, but what's happening with the wave and the well, environment. We're, we're not even talking about the wave yet. <laughs> we're not even there. This is, this is just... <laughs> But 100%, you're definitely right. Okay, okay, so how about this? Little bit more controversial is use of knees through the stand-up. Ev shaking his head. No Coach knees. Ev says no. No knees. I I'm mean. saying, you know what? There's a time and a place. There's a time and a place, you know? It's Instead of going to your knees, just hold the press up maybe for longer. I don't know. Just do something. The only time and place knees. I feel like the knees are acceptable is if you are genuinely, you know, unable to lift your body weight up off the surfboard, you know? If you've exhausted all other options and, right. you, and you simply can't get that lunge to happen, you can't get that press up to happen, you can't get that plank to go down, and you just want to ride some waves and the only way you can get to your feet is by sliding those knees underneath you and then creating those four points of contact you know like because everyone everyone deserves a wave or so two. here's here's yeah. two here's two like like something to throw into the conversation one is what you're saying well basically so i won't repeat it which I, I, I find valid, that's a good point. You know, like some people can't do it any other way. So do we like, what do we say to them? No, you don't do that. So that's where I, I like have that conflict with myself. All the while, I also wanna encourage those same people to keep working on not having to do that. But I get that, I really do. Now the second thing, and I especially notice this when I'm out here surfing these like super breezy, easy point break, long drawn out takeoff situations where the longboarders are just all syrupy molasses and like pushing themselves back basically onto their all fours, knees and hands and kind of stylishly momentarily staying in that position as they continue on to their feet you know what uh, i mean yeah no for sure where they like press out and they are fully on all fours for a moment like if you took a photograph of them they are riding a wave for a second or two yeah on all fours i saw that aj do that like today. a bottom turn but and you know some <laughs> guys really can make it look pretty damn good but i guess maybe the difference is and this is what we can talk about is is it really functional or are they just kind of doing it you know like it's not like they need to do that obviously they don't have to do that but fact of the matter is they're doing it they're on their knees it's, and this, it's got to be functional i mean when as when you go to your knees oh, then you get you, you get way more you're weight slowing yourself back. down like by 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 like leaning back and being on all fours at the tail of your longboard you're slowing yourself down stalling that board and then what they do is nine times out of ten they'll come out of that and try to walk straight up to the nose. Right. And set themselves fading up for a nice They're time. like fading at the same time, exactly. stalling on back, like shifting their weight so far back on the board and then in their stand up, extending through their like whip to the and, line. And this is where things have always gotten controversial because you've got like competitive shortboarders who, who think that you're only supposed to like surf a certain way and then you've got longboarders and high performance longboarders and like people who ride waves different ways and it's surfing has always been about like the surfer out there who's having the most fun is like supposed to be the best surfer but you know there's always the most technically experienced and savvy surfer but you know 
in my opinion, 10 times out of 10, sur the best surfer is just the one you like the most. Hmm. It's like, it, it, it all comes down to like what feels good for you. And you know, obviously when you, when you, when you know all the rules, you can break them, you can break some of them. But when you don't know any of the rules, that's when you, that's when it's like, okay, man, like stop going to your knees all the time. Like you're not, it's like, it's another thing. If like, it's a crutch now. Exactly. So it's like, if Chris, for example, you're a great longboarder. If you decide for a couple waves, you want to do a knee stall into your long, into like one of your hang tens, no big deal. But like if every single time you're struggling to get to your feet on your knees, it's like, all right, hold on. Maybe this isn't such, there an, might be something wrong. This is not an intentional decision here. Right. You right. Know? So, okay. All right. Valid. I like it. Yeah, th good, but good topics. Really, I, I just like when really good longboarders, I just like when they just stay in the press up and they, they cruise all around and fade back into the pocket and they're just, they're still in the press up. They don't do the, they don't do the knees. They just stalking. make it look effortless. Yeah, you yeah know? I kind of, I have sure. to admit, like there's something about me that doesn't like the knee thing that much. I just couldn't help but notice that some guys do it pretty damn well. Like it doesn't look all that bad. It's like, it's like a hair flip, you know? Like, ah, yeah. Some guys come out of the barrel and they flip their hair and they make it look so good and then other guys do it on a two foot wave and it looks hilarious, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> it's all about, you know, don't yuck someone else's yum, but it's what, what you like. like <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just, it, when I was watching everybody today at the point, I mean, it's it's such a critical part, again, of, of your surfing that I'm just stoked that we opened this one up because mm. it really reminded me how important it really is and how it's like you have to constantly be searching to dial that in that much better and that much smoother and how it changes from wave to wave to board to board. Oh, board to board. Every That's a good point because we were all switching up out there. Every time you pick up a new board, it's a, something's a little bit different, you know? That's, that's what makes it fun. All right, so closing points. I'll go first so, you, so I don't feel like I'm stealing you guys when you say good stuff. <laughs> but like a good stand-up technique in your opinion. Here's what I say. I think one of my most important aspects of a good stand-up is that the connection to the wave is never broken. Well, not unless it's super critical if it's an airdrop. That's really cool and like technical. But I mean, if you're tr not trying to do that, you're, you're trying to stay connected to the power of the wave, to stay in that right radius through your stand-up and your takeoff, and not have like a jolt. Like when you pop improperly, you, you, notice, you, know, you ever notice like people's surfboards like, like disconnect a little bit as they pop, and they have almost like a splash and they like shed water off the board real quick off the rails and there's like it feels to me like that moment they didn't gain any drive from the wave because they were well not connected to it you know like bunny hopping yeah. so i actually like a really heavy against the board against the wave pushing down you know resisting it friction kind of stand up and that's why i always try to do it slow if i can afford that time on the wave I'm going for and heavy and and yeah and that's that for me is one of my important things go ahead Gav you tell me your closing points on this um well I, I don't know like it's it's tough to say but and to just like focus it into just one you know quote or two but I feel like for me like the most important thing when it comes to a pop-up is you know an effective method of getting to your feet 
and you know what really does it for me is I like I like it when a surfer is very smooth I like it when someone like you're saying it's like there's no disconnection between the surfer and the board or mm. the, between the board and the wave um, a clear path of intent you know like Ooh, intention that's such a good like, word like a, like, you know like a sense in a good and a sense of direction and confidence because if I'm paddling out and I see someone coming towards me about to like about to get to their feet and I can see the fear of God in their eyes <laughs> you know like it, it obviously it, it, it like one thing leads to another and next thing you know we're on top of each other and, they've, and I've got a hole in my head but like I guess what it really comes down to is just like being careful being being in just being in tune with the wave, being in tune with who is around you and just like staying. I feel like your key word right now is control. Yeah, control. In co like in a control. controlled stand-up. Inac inaccurate because like you you can control you can be in control and fall off the side every time, but you have to like I wanna emphasize that you wanna really stay in the center. Like the center of the board is always the your best friend, the thickest part of the board, easiest to stand on. Um, yeah, nothing else to really beat a dead horse. Yeah, I would just say like make sure that you're keeping it at a place where it belongs in in your surfing. It's like the third for for us. It's like the third pillar of of your surfing fundamentals. So like, no matter where you're at in your surfing, don't don't stop thinking about your stand up. You know, like it's really important. There's always things to dial in. Keep studying the good surfers out in the lineup who make it look. Like they go from paddling to pressing up and then, oh, I didn't even notice like how they got their feet under them, but they did it. And again, they didn't break, they didn't break their line. I think it's the difference between the, the surfers who are making, making waves on the regular and the, the guys who aren't is that little disconnect, right? When they're standing up on the board and pop or popping totally up. Totally, If you keep it locked in and you and you learn how to like really set that rail while you're standing up, then then you're starting to get that that stand up down. Continuity, continuity. I feel like is the word that like you're making me think of when you when you describe a good stand up. But all right, boys, that was a good one. You know what we say what we say on the show, right? If you're not thinking about your stand-up and working on it and getting better, you're cooking it. <laughs> right on, boys. Good chatting with you. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, right on. Thanks for being on. Catch you next week. Hey.